The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Uh, I'm Anthony Gazenza. He's John Sharon. You can get this show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on Art19, and uh, YouTube, and CincyJungle.com. We're going to get to a segment in just a second, but we've got a call on the line. Hi, this is the Orange and Black Insider. Who's this? It's John from Kentucky. Happy New Year. <laughs> Anthony, and happy New Year, John Sharon. Happy New Year, sir. Good to hear from you, sir. Uh, I'm sure you, I knowing knowing you as long as I have, uh, John from Kentucky, I, I would assume you have to be absolutely ecstatic with the Marvin Lewis news. You know, uh, my son texted me that morning and said, the Marvin Lewis era has ended. And I texted back, what do you mean? He said, Mike Brown just fired Marvin Lewis. I said, son, uh-huh, it's a little early for April Fool's. <laughs> he says, no. It ain't no fools. Get on the Cincy Jungle side. Anyway, and so it happened. And, yeah, I was ecstatic, and I texted some of my fellow Bengals fans, and they couldn't really believe it. And, you know, we've been watching this game for a long time. And, um, yeah, I was ecstatic. But then, you know, when I calmed down and I took a realistic look at the situation, and you had just mentioned this comment earlier that I talked yeah, and Baker Mayfield, the Browns, he was trolling us, not just you, but really the whole Bengals team. The Browns yeah. said they went to Thomas, and they did it. Uh, all the empty seats at Paul Brown Stadium. Now, Mike Brown does tolerate a lot of things, but you do know the history of Mike's father, Paul Brown, and the Cleveland Browns, correct? He was fired. Okay. He was devastated over that. You know, you know that, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, he started the he started the team, and then Modell came in and basically pulled the rug out from under him and fired him, yeah. Yeah, and, and that, that happened, you know, a long time ago in the 1960s. That generation of people, man, if you got fired from a job back then, it's not like it is now where, you know, people get fired, they go get another job, they get on the team. Back then, oh, my gosh, it was a blow to your ego. People were just devastated. Oh, you were fired from your job, what did you do? So, you know, it was just 
the Brown family really suffers. So anyway, to get on with it here, I just think Mike Brown, or I like to think, thought, look, I will not be trolled by Brown. <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Lewis is going to be finding himself another job <laughs> at the end of this season. And that's what I like to think anyway. And it did happen. And it just so happened, like I said, this was the first time Marvin Lewis was ever swept by the Browns. Mm-hmm. And he's no longer coaching with the Bengals now. Yep. And I appreciate you letting me make that point. Yep, absolutely, John. Uh, thanks for calling in. We'll uh, we'll we'll comment about this on on the air here. Uh, appreciate you calling in, and uh, yeah, don't be. Great. And you know what, Anthony? What's good too? Is we, we finally have something new to talk about. Tell me about it. <laughs> yes, and I hope this new coach, whoever it is, I just hope he motivates the team to play. Cincinnati has good players, and they're in better shape now than they were when Marvin first got here. We yeah. have more talent. Whoever this new coach is, just please, in prime time and in big games, let's see some aggressiveness and some, you know, some very intense coaching, which we just never really saw under Marvin Lewis. Yep. That's all I have to say. All right. Okay, happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. Thank you. Uh, so that was, that was our good friend, John from Kentucky, always an entertaining phone call. And we had to, we had to take that one there. Um, any, any thoughts, any additional thoughts, uh, John, about what John from Kentucky said about the, uh, obviously we talked about this previously about how the Browns game was, may have weighed heavily on the decision in terms of potentially bringing back Marvin Lewis and the Bengals utterly failed in both of those games. Well, first of all, it's 2019, and I think we should finally, on the show, put the put this part of the show as the John from Kentucky segment, because it's just a weekly tradition at this point. So, John from Kentucky, shout out to you. We should definitely try to name this segment after you now. But yeah, um, I, it was something that I thought about after they lost that second Browns game. Like, I know Mike Brown is not okay with losing to the Browns because of the history, but I just I just wasn't sure if he was capable enough of doing the right thing and you know doing the one thing that a lot of us wanted him to do for so many years and so it was like it was just the unstoppable force meeting the unmovable object in my mind when i was thinking about mike brown's thought process and i guess one side just kind of overpowered the other one and it was the it ended up being the logical right decision so kudos to him again for just doing that but i guess it really speaks to a testament about how much that loss kind of impacted him and i think that's something that's that, that should be worth you know celebrating and, and and i guess when when you hold you know mike brown mike brown to such a low standard that we do and that makes sense to me makes sense to me as well uh i like i said and, and john brought up a good point john's a longtime Bengals fan and and like uh, like he said the Bengals, it's just kind of unacceptable to especially in mike brown's eyes uh it's kind of unacceptable for the the team to lose to the browns in the way that they did to get swept in this in a season by the browns now the Bengals have lost i think some back-to-back games but it was like you know one game in one season and then the first game of the next season so they weren't you know i guess that's a sweep in a way but not really because it's not in the same season but it's the first time it had happened since 2002 and we all know that 2002 was one of the worst seasons in Bengals history. Uh, before we get to our next segment and maybe a couple of other listener questions uh, towards the end of the program, we've got another uh, another regular caller here. It's uh, it's Terrell uh, calling, giving us a call. Terrell, how are you, sir? How did how did you how did you take the Marvin Lewis news? Uh, I mean, 
I was happy for like five minutes and then after about a while, you would think about, no, you will be this now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But, but uh, other than that, though, uh, I mean, Marvin was just uh, uh, old fashioned, though. I mean, you know what I mean? And, um, the big guy, uh, like slow linebacker, like Brad Lewis. Mm hmm. system has usually been quite friendly to versatile running backs and uh you know getting the ball yeah getting getting the ball out um we're we're a little pressed on time terrell so we're gonna we're gonna move on appreciate you calling in man who day buddy uh that was terrell frequent caller and uh always always good to hear from him i the one thing I, I, I want to talk about, I mean, he, he brought up a lot of good points there in terms of what needs to happen. Number one, yeah, it's using the guys effectively on that are on the roster and getting more out of them. Number two, it's not with, like, the, unfortunately, we keep talking about the 2015 draft class, not whiffing on those picks in rounds one to three. Um, you know, you, you can't keep whiffing on these, on these big picks uh, when you're relying on the draft. You just can't do it. But it all kind of adds up also to what he said, you know, the slower, bigger linebackers, the thumpers, all that kind of stuff. I don't really necessarily want to word it this way, but do you think the game in a way passed Marvin Lewis by? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we always, we always talked about his inability to evolve to modern times. And while a good point would be, you know, in the more successful years that he's been here, he's, had the courtesy of leaning on some quality coordinators, whether it be Jay Gruden, Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackson, um, and on defense like Mike, uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Zimmer and Paul Gunther in his first couple years here. So when they had success, they had good coordinators for to help out Lewis, you know, game plan and call plays and whatnot. But from a general sense, you know, when you're talking about the duties that Marvin Lewis had as a coach, whether it be, you know, in-game decision-making or just roster building in general, the tendencies took a long time to kind of evolve into the modern game. And, Honestly, yeah, I, I do think in, in a way that, you know, he tried for as long as he could to make it work from the way that he wanted, wanted to run things and whatever. But again, just like every everybody that he was just had to adapt to the times. And unfortunately, not only was it too late, he just wasn't effective at doing that. So I think j just in that reason alone, it was time for him to go be, beyond just the lack of success beyond a division title. But I definitely do think that 
from a roster builder and just from a coach who just manages in-game decision-making, it, it was definitely just a case of him being stuck in a time period where he was successful once, but he just wasn't anymore. Yeah. And then, you know, on top of that, they just couldn't build an identity on, uh, you know, what they were trying to do on offense or too many times where Mixon didn't get enough touches and then he did. And then it just, what they were trying to do was all over the map and granted injuries played a factor into that, but uh, you know, you got to kind of have a plan and, and an identity and, and the Bengals really haven't had that since 2015. And um, you know, that it shows in their record. This is the orange and black insider Bengals podcast. He's John Sheeran. I'm Anthony Cazenza. Uh, we appreciate the phone calls we received and all of the interaction, all of the live viewers. We had a lot of live viewers tonight, so that was pretty cool. Um, so we appreciate all of the interaction and the calls and everything. You can get this show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You can get it on Art19. You can get it at Cincy Jungle. And, of course, all of our videos are on YouTube as well. So get the show how you can. We appreciate it. listening to Simone de Rochefort, one of the hosts of The Polygon Show. It's a show all about the video games that you'll never have time to play, brought to you by four friends who are just as passionate about food, soft drinks, and TV shows as we are about video games. Every Friday, we bring you a new hour of personal stories, like how we found the best way to play Yakuza 0, or even what happens when you play so much Zelda that you hurt your hands and can't play games anymore. Above all, we just have a really good time talking about the games that we love. Check out the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher. You can also find us at Polygon Show on Twitter and send a tweet to say hi. Thanks for listening. <laughs>